Welcome back to the Copyright Podcast. Today we have Jacob Wisgard um, with us today, and he's going to kind of tell us about his creative journey, start to finish, or like start to now. So, that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, my name is Jacob Wisgard. I'm a athletic, creative video uh, producer intern at University of Missouri. I've covered sports from like volleyball. I did some of the football games, so that was pretty cool. Um, basketball, softball, um, a little bit of everything. But um, I'm from Chicago, Chicago area. I went to a. So, wait, do you want me to go from like the start? Start. <laughs> like wherever you started from your creative. Oh, okay. I mean, I could I can go way back because like creatively, I it was probably last like three years, but. Like, where I got my start was I would just edit, like, iMovie things on my iPad, and I would use, like, the green screen effect, like, to make, like, memes and stuff. And uh, and then it just kind of, like, you know, I started covering sports and stuff. Um, eventually got into high school. We had some good high school teams there. Um, and I have a buddy named uh, Mike Emanuelson. He's a, he's been a big mentor for me, and he kind of got me into, like, everything, um, like, video-wise, I guess. And then, uh, and then I applied, I was applying for schools, ended up at Missouri. Didn't really know if I was going to do video here. I knew I wanted to do something along those lines, but, um, uh, what's it called? Reach out to some people here, got, you know, an intern spot and, uh, yeah, now we're here. <laughs> nice. Um, are you interning for like the athletics department or are you doing it through like the newspaper or whoever? So I, I've heard people that do it through the newspaper and stuff, but uh, I work for the athletic department. So I'm an intern under uh, like the creative marketing department, whatever that may be. Um, how do you approach your creative process? Do you have any techniques or rituals to like get you in the zone? Honestly, like I try not to like, I mean, do you, where do you go to school right now? Um, homeschool. Okay, I got you. Sorry. Um, basically, I mean, do you ever go on walks and stuff? Every once in a while. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I walk around uh, Missouri a lot, and you know, it's really nice out here. And I try to keep my headphones off, but if I have like a long walk and or I'm going to class and it's rainy or it's gloomy or something, whatever it may be, I like to just like put my headphones in and like listen to new music and stuff because it kind of like it. I don't know how like to explain it. It's just like a, it, it just kind of clicks in my head where like I, I'll, I'll hear a song and I kind of attach it to like a video, if that makes sense. Um, and there's like a, there's a whole different bunch of different ways, but I feel like that's like my main way of going about things is like, if I know I got a video to do this week, I'll hear a song or I'll remember a song or I'll remember, you know, some vision that I had, you know, um, for something. And I just kind of like, match it up to that like how that feels you know when you hear that or you know same thing with a video like what do you associate like you know a baseball game with and maybe like country music or something like that so I feel like that's been a big uh way that I work on my videos um just like a wacky little thing but that was the first thing that came to mind <laughs> yeah I know I do the same thing like when I find a song that I like or I listen to over and over again I'm like this would be good for a mix for some athlete or mm -hmm. or like a summer highlight reel or something. I don't know, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, I, yeah, I just gotta make like a folder on my 
in uh, Apple Music, mm-hmm. and it's called uh, Sports Video Music, and I just listen to it like on repeat, like until I use the song eventually. And then I have another folder where I put songs that I've used, just so that I know I don't use them. But yeah, uh, mine, mine, uh, my playlist is called Making Mixes, and then it's like the <laughs> with a little spoon. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I think I think sports play making mixes or whatever. Making mixes. That's a good way to get in the zone. I feel like my thing's a sports video music, but it's just like a picture of SpongeBob with like fire around him. Like I don't know. I'll I'll try to if I remember, I'll pull it up. But it's like a little funny little like SpongeBob meme. Um, how do you stay up to date on trends and changes in the creative field? I think I I think uh, it's all about like. The relationships you have with people and like people know like what you're looking for i guess in a sense and like i have a buddy jackson and he sends me videos all day long about like wrestling and stuff and then we'll like talk about it and he'll be like dude this is so cool like i want to know how to do this you know and i think it's just a mix of like just keeping up with social media stuff um and also just like trying new things like i started doing hyperlapses where it's like you take a picture like a frame or a frame every like like a step away from each other and then you piece it together and it makes it look like a weird like stop motion effect or something yeah. something weird like a time lapse but you're moving um and like i fell in love with using that and now i'll be making like a pregame edit with 30 minutes to edit the video and you know i know how to do that in you know 30 seconds you know so just like you know learning new things like that definitely help yeah i i'm trying to do more of that hyperlapse type mm-hmm. stuff next season for football and stuff. Um, yeah. How do you handle creative blocks and periods of low productivity? Um, well, like, so this week specifically, um, I'm here at Missouri over the summer and I'm working as like a summer welcome counselor where I kind of welcome all the freshmen and transfer students coming in. And this week alone was just like all meetings, like nothing, there was no, I didn't have any time this week basically to like just sit down and like work on a, a project or something like that. And like, I was like, I was literally in a block, but just kind of like keeping those ideas in the back of your head. Like if someone comes to you writing it down and stuff, but also like accepting that, like, it's not always going to be like, you're never going to have the solution every time. Like no one ever does. So I feel like, uh, like just writing down what you can think of and what you remember. Like there's a song I liked, but I didn't know the name of it because I just knew one specific part of it. So I literally went to voice memos and just started humming it like over and over again. And hopefully I'll find it one day, but yeah, just like, just like a circling back around is a big thing. I think I learned that from uh, Rick Rubin, if you know who that is. Um, mm-hmm. And like, he, he has a big, like whole like creative book and podcast about creative creativity and stuff like that. And he talks about like challenges like that a lot. Um, speaking of challenges, what's the most challenging product project you've worked on? <laughs> I mean, there's been projects where like it was challenging the fact that I just didn't have any time to like complete it, I guess, or it was challenging the fact that I just didn't have enough videos, I guess, to like piece it all together. But, um. I feel like personally, I think it was just my, I did a reel, uh, recap my last 2022 reel. And it was just tough, like trying to like 
put things in that like meant a lot to me, but kind of also accepting the fact that like, oh, this isn't really a good video, but like, you know, it, just knowing that like you can keep that video as like a memory and it's pretty cool, but you know, it might not be my best shot. I don't know. I think the, the most challenging thing has to be like that process of like selecting and like taking out stuff from videos. I don't, I don't know if that answers the question at all, but uh, what would you say is the most uh, challenging video you did? Um, I did a lot of basketball this season and it was my first time shooting basketball video wise. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was hard to find good clips and I would like always stick with like the first half or whatever. Um, and yeah. then like, Oh, I should get some second half in here too. Or like trying to find a right song that like hits hard, but like also is kind of flows and like has a nice beat so i can edit too yeah um, it's tough then, being in like trying to find that zone in such a short time because most of those times there's like they have a game every two or three days so it's like if you're not you know getting on top of that stuff like right away you know it's hard to like look back around on it later i feel like yeah um what advice would you give to someone in the creative field I mean, I feel like I say it to a lot of my friends, like, just go shoot a video of something. And it sounds really, like, really, really cliche, or I think that's the word for it. Because, you know, like, when you're just getting started, you're like, well, like, I want to go film the basketball game. And, like, oh, like, I want to go film the, you know, the football game and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but, like, you got to be able to, like, go film, like, your little brother, like, running around the backyard or something first, you know and make that look cool and then be able to piece it together and like i don't know it's like it's really like cheesy because like you gotta get a little bit of um like build up your skills a little bit but i think it's literally like i mean i started by some football coach asked me to edit their game film in sixth grade and i was like oh my bad <laughs> um i was like um well, I don't know how to film game film. I don't know how to edit it. So I made a little thing where I, I literally just like edited or filmed start to end of the play. And I just drag and dropped every single clip into iMovie and sent it to him after the game. And like, you know, it was not like perfect at all. But for 20 bucks, you know, that was the best thing the coach could have gotten that day, you know, for his team, I guess. So just like just starting somewhere. And then like you'll see things as you get more experience and just kind of go from there yeah um how do you balance creative freedom and like what a client is asking you to do yeah so i think there's a big thing with like mizzou stuff is like um there's definitely a lot of like people that need specific elements in the video and like coaches asking for stuff and i think just uh you know doing bring in the best thing you can to the table and just kind of accept like being able to accept that there might be, you know, some revision sent and like need might need, this might need revision and whatnot. But, um, but like at the end of the day, I think it's just like, so can you repeat the question one more time. My bad. Um, how do you balance creative freedom and what clients are asking you to do? Um, yeah, I feel like just like doing your own thing and just kind of accepting that there's going to be revisions or there might be revisions or, you know, you know, after a few like videos where there was a few revisions, like 
then you start understanding like, oh, well, this coach or this person likes this, you know, so I'm going to make sure I'll, you know, I'll text them and be like, hey, like, were you looking for something like this? And then maybe they're like, yeah, because, you know, sometimes they might not even know what they want. Um, and just kind of like being flexible the first few times, because that's really, I think that's the best way to kind of work better with people is just being patient and understanding that it's not going to be perfect the first time around. Yeah. What collaborations and partnerships have you had throughout? Throughout uh, just like everything. Yeah. What do you What do you mean by like uh collaborations? Just like, like stuff I've worked um, with. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So actually, this year, we did a few hype videos, like mini hype, like just something to put out on social medias and stuff to like uh, promote some of our home basketball games here at Mizzou. And one of the thing, cool things that I got to work on was with my buddy, Connor McLean, who also is an intern here. And we uh, basically, like, we had, like, we literally had, like, tw- like less than 24 hours to make this video. So, um, so what we did was, this is where, like, I've never really collaborated on a video before besides, you know, obviously working with clients and stuff, but like working with someone else is totally different. And like one of us, I, I, I knew the audio I wanted right away. So we both agreed on that. He pulled the clips, you know, I found inspiration. I pulled sound bites and stuff and just kind of like balancing like those two pieces so that you're able to work back and forth and back and forth. And then, um, yeah. And now me and Connor worked on probably like three or four video projects together. And then most recently we announced like the homecoming, uh, theme at Mizzou and we me and him completely tackled the project together so it, that was pretty cool it, it's just like fun once you learn how to collaborate with people it's fun to be able to like take both your skills and you know make the project you know your best work I guess yeah what's been your like favorite project that you've done mm. there was like one random specific basketball hype video I made and it was for the Alabama basketball game. It was actually the one I worked on with Connor. And, like, it was, like, it was a time crunch. Like, we had less than 24 hours to make it. But, like, I had this audio in mind. And it was, like, a future song. But I just used the instrumental and, like, put on the timeline. Found, like, I knew exactly what clips I wanted in each spot. Like, I found these effects. I was really inspired that week. And, like... I didn't, it's funny because like I didn't even post on my page, but it, it just got me riled up about the game, and I felt really good after the fact. So, um, yeah, I think it, it was a really specific project, but yeah, there's, there's definitely gonna be some fun stuff coming up in the fall. So I'm excited about you know what's to come. Always. How do you use like websites, social media, all that to promote your work? So I'm trying to be better about promoting myself, at least on like Instagram. Um, I have a pretty nice little like there's a group of people that will follow me on Twitter which is pretty cool Um, and kind of support my work there but I think the biggest thing for me is like definitely posting your work more which I did a terrible job at like I have to post my work a lot more Um, and I'm trying to make a post for this week hopefully Um, I think literally I think it's like it's simple as that like just post your work same thing as like just getting started with a camera like just go take that first video, go film your dog, you know, 
in slow motion with your iPhone, you know, because eventually that leads up to, you know, now you're learning like what shutter speed and frame rate and all this like random stuff, you know, that's the same thing that your iPhone's doing automatically. Um, I don't know. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> what, like, what's your gear currently? Like, what do you shoot? Oh, what yeah, you yeah. Have? So I'm trying to upgrade my camera body, but I shoot with the Sony a7 three not the a7s3 but athletics uh lets us use a7s3s um and sony fx9s which are really nice but personally i just use my a7 three for a lot of projects a lot of personal ones if i'm shooting like a random baseball game i'm gonna be using mizzou athletics but uh there were some instances where i'd use my own camera and well so i have a7 three got some random mic uh got a 7200 I'm on my laptop right now. It's like a M1 Pro MacBook. Um, so that thing is a beast. Uh, I got a gimbal. <laughs> I'm pre- I'm a pretty basic setup. Like I have a I have a rig, but I don't really use it much because like the monitor is kind of not amazing for it. But um, I don't know. I I'm a big handheld guy. I I like when I'm doing like panning shots. Like I'll just do it by hand because. Um, sometimes I feel like it's a little more easier to do than whatever, you know, wacky technique someone says to do. Um, with Mizzou, like what, um, what program do you use to like keep all your footage in one place and like anybody can take anywhere? Yeah. So we have a server that's just kind of connected to the, like anyone can access it when you're on the campus. So, um, like in my dorm room. I'd be able to go in and grab footage from last night's basketball game. So that's how, like, I was able to do some of those quick turnarounds because I I go to the library and plug in my Ethernet cord and download, like, 50 gigabytes of footage for a video, you know, like that. So it's a it's a pretty nice system. I mean, there's definitely some, like, flaws to it. But, like, you label the footage and then um, label by game, obviously. And... Yeah, so it it makes for like a quick turnaround, which is really nice. Yeah. Um what was like a specific moment or experience that like boosted you and helped you get into more mm-hmm. video? Um well like I it was my definitely my friend Mike Emanuelson, my good buddy, because uh he was just a great mentor to me. Like I didn't know anything and he was like kind of that, you know, like older brother figure that kind of was able to, you know, show me some stuff, which was pretty cool. Um, shout out Mike, but he taught me a lot of stuff. But then I think the biggest thing for me was like, when I came to Mizzou was I was like cutting the grass one day before I left for school. And I was like, I didn't think about this, but like I could go do video there. And I like reached out to someone. He's like, yeah, we'd love to have people like doing stuff for us. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then I think like the biggest moment that like, kind of like, changed like my perspective on a lot of things was I filmed a football game and I was running on four hours of sleep because we had to be there at 6 a.m. and I was like hanging out with my friends in the dorm late um but like just being at the game like I literally did not care how much sleep I got like I was so like it was just like such a cool moment to be like you're finally there filming the game you know and it just feels good you know and makes you like you know feel good about you know, everything you did to that moment. Cause like really nothing in high school matters. Like, um, 
well, it does matter, but like, you know, usually you're just doing it for per, like passion and stuff like that. And then to finally, you know, make it to, you go to college and you see these big, you know, sold out SEC stadiums, like it, nothing like you've ever seen before. So it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, with college, do you think college is worth it for creatives or is it kind of oh, like a waste of time? Yeah. Well, I, I see it from two perspectives is that it depends. Like if you just want to do video and, or like, you know, if you know what you want to do, there's definitely a route where you can not go to college, but I think college is a great experience just because you kind of get, I mean, first off, I think everyone should just like, you know, before you work, you know, you gotta be able to like enjoy everything a little bit. Um, but secondly, I think it's really worth it because um, the athletes, you get to know athletes, there's trainers on campus, there's coaches, you know, like the football needs intern, football needs interns, athletics needs interns. Um, it's just a great way to get your name out there versus just showing up with a camera one day, you know, and no one really knows you. But um, I think it's worth it. But I could also see it from the other side where if you want to get into stuff right now, like I, I briefly thought about it, like when I was graduating high school, just like go apply to a job and hopefully convince someone to take me on somewhere, I guess. But uh, looking back, I definitely couldn't, couldn't have did it. I just think it would have been too hard to like, you know, pass up going to hang out with friends and stuff and going, I don't know, being like a kid for last four years, like, you don't got to be a kid, you know, all four years of college, but, you know, at least, you know, enjoying that freshman year and just making those like friendships and stuff, I think. Yeah. I've heard people say like connections are like the biggest thing. Ever. Oh, hundred biggest thing ever. Like I've seen people that, you know, get jobs at the biggest places just cause like their uncle is married to the executive producer of blah, blah, blah. Like, crazy stuff i mean even like my dad just texted me and even in uh like my like my dad like will you know help me get stuff because he'll hear firefighters and people in chicago that'll be need video done and he maybe even if it's just like an edit or something and he'll they'll send it to me or he'll just give me the contact and you know i'll be able to work on stuff like that so just like having those connections and having those relationships i think is the biggest thing because you know, just like specifically where you want to go with your career, I guess definitely helps. Yeah. So, what's like one of your like biggest goals that you have for the future? I mean, I've always like my mom was really creative, and I was part of like some like artsy clubs growing up and stuff. I've always wanted to be like a creative director. I always thought that could be cool, and it kind of goes back to like we were talking about relationships and connections, like when you're able to hold those um, connections, have good connections, but also have good relationships with people where you can talk to them about stuff that's not video. Like, you know, I've like one of my roommates next year is a video dude, but like we talk about stuff all the time. We just joke around whatnot. Um, and then like, I don't know. I think it's in everything. You just got to have good relationship with people. But I think I would love to be crave director just because I, I, I really enjoy like having those relationships and like, putting all the pieces, you know, in place, you know, to run like a big, you know, operation and stuff. I think it could be cool. Uh, what's a myth in the creative field that's like 
a bunch of people think <laughs> have, but like it's like no, we don't. That's a good one. Uh, I this is the biggest one I think is that you need a film degree, you need a video degree, you need yada yada degree. You know, it needs to be an art degree to get a job. I think two of the people athletics are like sports science majors one of them was a d3 softball coach um and then my buddy that i talked about earlier mike uh he's a sports like like science major and was a quarterback in college and didn't start doing this stuff till like two years ago i think the biggest myth is like you need a degree or like a, a video degree to do a video job i'm a business major um so i'm not taking any video classes right now i all self-taught so i think it's the biggest thing about like creative industry is like creative you can't teach creative you kind of like learn how to you know pass that along i guess your creativity mm -hmm. i don't know if that makes any sense but um <laughs> what's like your favorite productivity hack to like keep yourself in the zone when you're editing or filming or whatever man <laughs> i i don't like taking celsius's or energy drinks in general but Sometimes when I really, really need to get something done, like I didn't, I haven't, I didn't take one the last three days. I took one like a few days because I was tired. Um, but like I'll put my headphones in and take a Celsius in the morning, like on an empty stomach. And it might be, it's probably dangerous. I probably, you probably shouldn't be doing this, but yeah, like empty stomach Celsius, like right when I wake up, put my headphones in or like after like showering, get ready, all that. Um, like go to, I'll go to the student center or the library or something and just like, like lock in and that's my favorite like feeling just know like i feel like a total like warrior or something i don't know i just feel like i'm like michael jordan about to lead the bulls to their second three peter i don't know something i just like i get that feeling of like locked in like i know i'm gonna get work done right now um i guess that's probably yeah my little hack <laughs> yeah so you're homeschooled right now um are you in high school then still? Yeah. Got you. Are you going to KU? I see some KU flags right there. Um, I might go to KU. I'm thinking maybe no college, but like the connections would be nice. Yeah, um, that's fair. I I definitely recommend like at least like because where are you from? Are you from Kansas? Yeah, Kansas City. Okay, I got you. I definitely recommend at least like at least a year of it, you know, because thing is like you can always drop out like yeah i think i think about all the time it's like no one's forcing you to go to it's like goes along with like the degree myth where you need a film degree it's like most people i know like the those people that won the oh i think it was an oscar or something let me pull it up real quick everything um yeah they won the like the academy award for like all this crazy like stuff in I thought I read something like all the people that were editing it were like just friends that just wanted to learn After Effects, you know. So I think there's like a little mix of like, you know, once you like understand it and you get those connections, then you can do what you want with it all, I guess. Um, it's kind of like a little myth type of thing. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite project that is upcoming for the fall, for the next school year, whatever? So Mizzou is really big on homecoming 
and I did the reveal video for the logo me and my buddy Connor did. Um, we're on the steering committee, which is a pretty big deal. It's pretty com- competitive organization to be a part of. Um, so I'm really excited because we're our plan is to kind of cover it like almost like it's like a music festival where I don't know if you've ever seen Rolling Loud and uh, it's mostly just Rolling Loud is what I kind of base all my stuff off and Lollapalooza and Coachella. They have really, really creative people putting out content and branding stuff for them. Um, and we're going to try, our goal is to kind of cover it like that where every single event gets not like a crazy recap, but has some like an element to it where it's like a nice little, I don't know, some, some. When, when like, did you first start getting into creative video photo whatever i got into it like maybe two years ago it was funny like story because i did broadcasting all through high school um i thought i wanted to be like a broadcast journalist for like the longest time i actually went here i applied here as a journalism student and got in as a journalism student and like up until like literally last like july like literally like probably last day to register for classes or something i was just like Hey, I, I kind of want to be a business person. Like I, I really don't see much benefit. And it, there was like, a, there was a lead up to it. It wasn't just like, I don't like broadcasting anymore. Um, all the video stuff just kind of started to hit me more and more. Um, and that's kind of like, that, I think that's kind of where I got my like real start. But in high school, like with the broadcasting thing, um, I see people with cameras on the sidelines and I was always like, Oh, that's cool. Cause like broadcasting, like you're really close up with all these people, which I always thought was fun. But then like when you have that camera on the baseline, like you're on a different level of like, like the athlete might look at you and like, ah, like give you a reaction and just like, it's, it's a pretty cool experience. I think being down, you know, eye to eye with some of the best talent, you know, everywhere. Yeah. So what, like, how do you find shots? How do you get lucky with shots? How do you, like, all that? Yeah, so I think I think my favorite tip is, like, do some, like, go somewhere until someone tells you not to. Because, like, the worst they can do is just be like, hey, like, you're not supposed to be right there. And then you're like, all right. So Georgia football was in town. And it was, like, such a surreal experience because we almost upset, you know, one of the greatest college football teams ever, which would have been insane. And packed out crowd, everything. I'm there filming. I'm actually filling in for someone because it was someone's dad's weekend for like a frat. So I wasn't even supposed to be at this game filming. I was just going to like sleep in or not sleep in. I'm just like hanging out with my friends, not at the game, but I was filming it. And like, I didn't have a, there's supposed to be like field jersey thingies like they're supposed to wear and they didn't have enough. So I just kept going on the field and getting like insane footage of like fans and all this stuff. I got this really cool shot of like in the Mizzou, like training area. I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but um, it's like, like just me sitting there talking or like right by an athlete or like a Mizzou dude. And he's like bobbing his head. And I like do like a, I'm a gimbal and I just like do a circle around him. And it looks, it looks so cool. And, and then like, right, as soon as I was done with that, they're like, Hey, you supposed to be here. And I was like, Oh, my bad. I was going to my office. Like the office is in the back. Um, and I just kept doing that. Like I literally got, like I walked like right past Stetson Bennett, like at one point. And then like, and then like 20 seconds later, one of the people was like, Hey, I need you. I need you back up here. You're not wearing a thing. I was like, ah, oh, sorry. And 
I feel like just like doing things until until someone tells you not to. <laughs> yeah. I always like ask for forgiveness, not permission. That's what my mom says. <laughs> yeah. Um I true. yeah, I snuck my way onto the Liberty Bowl field this year. Really? And, yeah. <laughs> um got access to that um i had my camera like around my neck um i went just as a fan i was like i applied for credentials the last day they were open yeah they were all taken up um so i didn't get any but i was like at halftime i was like i'm just gonna go try and like ask the dude that's standing by the gate he sees the camera opens the gate i don't even have to let out a word and walk down, <laughs> film the entire second or shoot the entire second half in three overtimes. Yeah, that was a crazy game. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> it was I. There was one dude that was like super strict about me being behind the second line. If I was like one toe over, he was like, "You gotta get back." And oh, I think they make a big one, deal about that. Yeah, at one point they looked me up and down to see if I had credentials, and I didn't. And I was like, I'm just going to stay away from that guy. I'm just like not going to be on that side. So I either went to the other side, went in the end zone or something, and then got a crazy shot that I wasn't supposed to get of Jalen Daniels doing his little dance after a touchdown, like the second overtime or something, um, which was. That's that's an awesome story of like why you should just go for it. Because like worst thing is they kick you out and say like, oh, you can't be back at the liberty bowl it's like all right cool well yeah is k you gonna be in the liberty bowl next year probably not so that that's a cool little story <laughs> um i had like a funny one where it was another mizzou football game and i've never been yelled at by anyone except for mizzou football like people but i was like in near the end zone and i was like stepping on a line and like two refs like mid like middle of like the, the play clock winding down like Hey, like back up, back up, or like it was a line official, and I'm just like, dude, that's weird. Like these dudes are like in the game, but they're also like yelling at me to like, get off like a specific line or something weird. It was just wacky all around. It was a weird experience. Yeah, some college games are like a different beast in themselves because they're like everybody's there and it's just all crazy, but then mm-hmm. like, security's crazy and like. I've never been yelled at at a KU game, maybe because they aren't haven't been good. But um, I had credentials for three games at the end of the season. Um, had field access on college game day when it was there, so that was that was sick. That's um, sweet. You have to get there, or you can get there super early. It's like three hours before, but. All the other yeah. times was kind of boring. OSU actually was my favorite because they threw the thing in the pond and whatever. And so, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> ran on the field. Me and my friends, we didn't know when we could run on the field, so we started running on the field when the students came, instead of like right after the clock ended. So, just other That's... things I need to make sure I'm all locked in for next next year. For sure. That's yeah. sweet though. Uh well thanks for coming on. This uh been been good episode. I appreciate you having me on. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where can uh people like follow you and stuff? Uh 
I'm on just Twitter and Instagram. It's just at Jacob Wizgard, W-I-Z-G-I-R-D. Um, pretty straightforward. My Instagram is verified. Cool little, like, thing to say. It's kind yeah. of funny. I, I'll tell the people, and they're like, what? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> kind, of big... <laughs> kind of a big deal uh, around here. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs>